Hello and welcome to the Get Connected podcast. I begin today's episode by acknowledging the Wiradjuri people who are the traditional custodians of the land that I live and work on today. I would like to pay my respect to Elders, past, present and emerging of the Wiradjuri Nation. I acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people on this land and commit to building a brighter future together. Teaching is as challenging as it is rewarding. This podcast is about building your supportive community through mentoring, sharing experiences, taking care of your well-being and being connected because together we are stronger. For any new listeners to the Get Connected podcast, I am Catherine. I have been a teacher for 31 years and this year in 2021, I have stepped away from the classroom. While I may not be currently teaching, I am passionate about supporting and advocating for teachers. And as always, I'm very grateful you have taken the time to tune in today. Today, I wanted to check in with you. How are things going for you? How are you feeling? Are you able to take steps to care for your well-being? It has been tough. As I'm preparing this podcast, most Australian teachers are either finishing up their mid-year winter break or have already begun Term 3. Teachers in New Zealand are on break and our Northern Hemisphere colleagues have finished the school year and hopefully enjoying summer with some easing of restrictions. Leading up to this break, you have been working your butt off to get through the workload. I know this time of year has added responsibilities such as reports, assessments, data collection and parent-teacher interviews, but this year seems to be more intense. At this point, we have endured a global pandemic for about 16 months so far, making this season extremely challenging. Throughout this year, everyone has experienced restrictions and lockdowns. For many of you, these restrictions have been heavier and for much longer than in other areas. Across all ages, professions and personal situations, mental health and well-being concerns are skyrocketing. It's the unknown. Not being able to see the end of the tunnel creates a constant state of anxiety. People have had enough and don't know if they can take much more. Greater Sydney and surrounding regions were put into two weeks lockdown over the winter break with another week added on. Now, at the time of airing this episode, it has been extended a further two weeks until the end of July 2021. But who knows if it will stop there? As school returned for Term 3 for Greater Sydney, so too has remote learning. When this was first announced, people thought, OK, I can do this. It's only for a week. Now it has been extended with additional weeks, people are doubting their ability to cope. In breaking news... Because I cannot even get through preparing and recording this episode without our lives changing, the state of Victoria has been placed in a five-day hard lockdown. Teachers are receiving minimal notice of these lockdowns, yet are organising classes for remote learning by the next day. It's a testament to the proficiency and concern teachers have for their students' learning, despite teachers being taken for granted. Teachers in other states are also on high alert because they know another snap lockdown for them is always possible. In 2020, when remote learning was first introduced, 
Parents and home carers were so grateful for the work teachers do. They comment it. I take my hat off to you. How do you do this every day? I just have one or two kids and you have a class full. Society was expressing empathy for teachers because when they had to take on the role at home, for many families it was so tough. Now, after a couple more episodes of remote learning, many families are sick of it and are saying, why are you teachers complaining about the workload? They've done it before. You can follow the script you send home. We're doing all the work at home for you. How do comments like these affect your mental health? A bit of a kick in the guts when you're already down. I'm sure you don't need anything sugar-coated. Reassurance, yes. Toxic positivity, no. This is hard stuff. We all have our own ways to deal with what we are feeling. Some cope by deflecting and ignoring. They don't want to deal with it, so it's pushed to the side, or they look to blame someone else. I'm hearing real talk about teachers wanting to leave the profession. Each season is becoming more demanding. Policy and changes to the school environment, which needed to occur years ago, still haven't improved, and society is bearing its weight down on the profession, even more so. Bravo to the schools that have been more responsible for teachers' well-being. Last year, in response to the pandemic, it seemed like the governing bodies were taking this more seriously. Now it appears to be mostly lip service. All schools should be proactive in providing care and well-being and support for their teachers. It shouldn't depend on what school you work in or who is your principal. How are you dealing with things? Are you holding up your deflector shield, ready to push ahead with your power of positivity? Are you feeling anxious, worried about what the coming months will bring? Do you have mixed feelings? You must be missing the kids and learning together face to face. This is what teaching should be about. But the politics, the overwhelming workload and the unknown is limiting your enjoyment. Many enjoy their job and would love it even more so if they could just get on with teaching their students and not have to deal with all the rest of the BS. Here's my little piece of wisdom. Let yourself feel. It's natural to feel angry, frustrated, isolated and sad. It's all right to grieve the loss of freedom, contact with other people, especially your family. The lost opportunities, the cancellations, no travelling, the misgatherings with others. How are your students and children feeling? I don't want to be submissive to children's feelings with such things as, oh, don't worry, kids are resilient. Kids know more than you realise and they are attuned to the feelings of the adults around them. Their feelings are real to them, just as valid and shouldn't be brushed off with a distraction, you fixing the situation for them or saying, you'll be all right or don't be a sook. Let them know it's okay to feel scared, confused and worried. There are no bad feelings. Being able to express our feelings allows us to be human. It's okay to sit in the dark. Don't feel you have to shield anyone from having these feelings or that you need to fix it for them. Parents, you have the balance of work, life and family pulling at you for their attention It's like giving a piece of yourself and there's little left for you. 
Don't feel guilty for wanting time to rest and recharge. Even just some downtime. You need this. You have been under a lot of stress through work and what is happening in your world. Allow yourself to work through the stress cycle. Amelia and Emily Nagoski, authors of Burnout, explain the stress cycle as a biological response. It has a beginning, a middle and an end. In prehistoric times, humans responded to the stress of possibly being eaten by a lion by responding with running away. This is a flight response. Now, the things which cause most of our stresses are not things we can escape from. Many of you have been in a heightened state that fight or flight for many months. As you go through the stress cycle, you have built up stresses which look for ways to be released. If you stop partway through, the stress is not being released and will look for weaker spots, quite often manifesting through your body in other ways, for example, sore muscles, colds and viruses, headaches, pain. Notice how you often get ill on the weekend or the start of holidays. What can you do? Include time to move your body. Go for a run, walk, continue your gym sessions, which I realise is not possible in lockdown. YouTube sessions may have to suffice, even dance around to some of your favourite music. Squeeze and tense up all your muscles and release. Address your sleep. Set up a time to relax and switch off before bedtime and try to get a good night's sleep. As a restless sleeper myself, I know how difficult this is. Be compassionate with yourself. Allow yourself time. Acknowledge your feelings. Create ways to relax and to get rest. Be patient. Hold on to hope. Reach out. Stay connected. What's the buzz? Well, something new is coming to the Get Connected podcast, Connected Conversations. I'm excited to be sharing conversations I have with other teachers and educators about how they stay connected in these particular times to the rest of the world, their students and to themselves. So stay tuned. I greatly appreciate you listening to this episode. Could you please show your support by subscribing to the Get Connected podcast and leave a review and rating for the episode, as this will ensure the podcast reaches a wider audience and builds our community. I'm on social media at kathwilliams 5 on Instagram and Twitter, so we can continue the connection. My thanks again. Talk to you soon on the next episode of Get Connected.